So we're here at Marshall's with Liz for some holiday shopping. She's really nailing it this year, isn't she? Oh, yep. She's got a record player for Amy. A gorgeous cozy sweater for Jason. And some hot pink fluffy slippers for her sister. The perfect gift. Wait a sec. <gasps> She's getting a pair for herself. Well, with prices this good, it would be rude not to. You know what? She totally deserves it. Oh, totally. Happy holidays, everyone. See you at Marshall's. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at, at Marshall's. Marshalls. Our first reading today comes from Paul's letter to the people of Corinth. Brothers and sisters, the Spirit scrutinizes everything, even the depths of God. Among people, who knows what pertains to mankind except his Spirit that is within him? Similarly, no one knows what pertains to God except the Spirit of God. We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand the things freely given to us by God. And we speak about them not with words taught by human wisdom, but with words taught by the Holy Spirit, describing spiritual realities in spiritual terms. Now the natural man does not accept what pertains to the Spirit of God, for to him it is foolishness, and he cannot understand it, because he is judged spiritually. The one who is spiritual, however, can judge everything, but is not subject to judgment by anyone. For, quote, who knows the mind of the Lord, or who has to counsel him, close quote but we have the mind of Christ, the word of the Lord. The spirit is just to all his ways. The spirit is just in all his ways. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and great kindness. The Lord is good to all and compassionate toward all his works. The Lord is just in all his ways. Let all your works give you thanks, Lord. Let your faithful ones bless you. Let them discourse in the, about the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. The Lord is just in all his ways, making known to people your might and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingdom of all ages and your dominion endures through all generations. The spirit of the Lord's just ways. The Lord is faithful to all his works and words, and holy in all his works. The Lord lifts up all who are failing and raises up those who are bowed down. The Lord is just in all his ways. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. A great prophet has risen in our midst, and God has visited his people. Alleluia, alleluia, 
Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus went down to Capernaum, a, a town of Galilee. He taught them on the Sabbath, and they were astonished by his teachings because he spoke with authority. In the synagogue, there was a man with a spirit of unclean demon. He cried out in a loud voice, what have you do to, with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come here to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, be quiet, come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down in front of them and came out of the man without doing him any harm. They were all astonished and amazed and said to one another, what is there about his word? For with authority and power, he commands unclean spirits and they come out. News of Jesus spread everywhere in the surrounding region. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. What our faith teaches us is that when Christ came, don't forget, he was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. We say that in our creed. So that's the fundamental way Jesus Christ, his human self, came to earth, conceived by the Holy Spirit. Well, he wasn't only conceived by the Holy Spirit, he had the Holy Spirit within him. All of us receive the same Holy Spirit at our baptisms, and it's confirmed at our confirmations. And we accept the Holy Spirit. That's pretty much the inspiration for Paul's letter today to the people of Corinth, because he's talking about the Holy Spirit within each of us and what the gift of the Spirit gives us. The, the power of discernment, the, the power of knowing what is human and what is spiritual. And he gives the examples of those who, who don't accept the Spirit, or don't live in the Spirit, can't figure you out. You go to church, you pray, what's all that about? For the person who does not know the Spirit, it's wasted words, what we do. I mean, could you imagine, I mean, we can't, but can you imagine coming into this beautiful building and doing what we do, reading letters and reading stories about Jesus and then breaking bread at his altar and receiving his word and the Eucharist and saying, I am receiving Jesus? For someone with no faith and no knowledge of the Holy Spirit, I don't know what that looks like. It must be bizarre. So for us, Paul is speaking to us today when he talks about the Spirit and gives us what the Spirit does. It fills us. It gives us an understanding of spiritual terms and spirituality. Now, we all pray in our own way. We have the formal prayer, the Mass. That's the most significant prayer we, we pray. But all prayer is inspired by the Spirit and directed to God the Father 
through Jesus. That's prayer. There are people who pray who don't know Jesus, and I don't know what they do, what they call it. But people I know who are non-believers will often say, oh, we're thinking of you, we'll keep you in our thoughts, we'll keep you in our prayers. And they even say that. You hear it on newscasts all the time. I hope they know what they're saying. I hope they know that when they're doing that, they're touching a different part of their lives that is spiritual, beyond physical understanding, and a gift. So even a good atheist can pray. Okay, I'm not going to develop the theology of that, but, but if, you, if prayer is placing yourself before God and raising your heart and mind to God, even if you don't know God completely, the process is still there. You're, you're connecting with the Spirit. We as Catholics believe that from the moment we, be, we became Christian, the Holy Spirit was with us. We as Catholics believe that at the moment of conception, life was within us. And that life was confirmed in the baptism that each of us received. And what is that life? The power to act like Jesus. The, the power to do things that to common sense doesn't make sense. Okay, so Jesus is, is confronted by going to his own hometown, Capona. It was the, the family area of, of uh, St. Peter. As a matter of fact, when we were in pilgrimage last year, we went to Capernaum. It's a beautiful modern church dedicated to St. Peter there. And the foundation of the church is underneath. And the church is really raised up. It's octagonal. And I always said when I left the Holy Land, I will never read the scriptures the same way again. Every time I hear about one of the locations we celebrated on the, on the pilgrimage, it'll all come back and it has come back. So besides this area where it was Peter's home, Capernaum, that place Jesus visited, there's a little, the ruins of a synagogue from like the third century built on the synagogue from the time of Jesus. So we don't see it, it's all ruins, but we know that that's where Jesus had this experience. I mean, if you've been to Holy Land, you know how awesome that, that experience is, to, to be connected to the historical Jesus and his miracles. And as I mentioned before I left and when I came back, at every stop, Capernaum, Cana, Galilee, when we stopped and we prayed, I prayed for all of you, because that was my promise, that I would pray for all the people that I preached to and all the people I serve, whether it's New Jersey or New York, because I wanted you all to be with me in spirit. So Jesus is there, and the spirit of God is within him. It, it, see, it's not just he's got a nice attitude. He's got the spirit of God. Now, you do too, but he was God, is God. So the Holy Spirit was with him in a very special way. And what he said went. What he did happened. He wasn't just talking, he acted. And when this man comes before him, and the scripture tells us he was, he was uh, uh, controlled by a demon. He could have been controlled by a demon. That could have been an exorcism. He could have been very ill. He could have been mentally or emotionally ill. And people do strange things when they're not of sound mind and body. And he was. He was doing crazy things in the temple area and in the synagogue. And when Jesus walks in, 
he yells at Jesus. Why, what are you here for? Because he knew who Jesus was, the Son of God. He knew coming through those doors of the synagogue was the Holy Spirit of God in Jesus Christ. So there was a recognition. And Jesus says, come out of him. And the Spirit went away. And it came out of the man and, and left him healthy. Now, you and I have that same gift. Maybe not miraculous gift, but to heal people. When you use your normal time and, and listen to people who are ill, upset, especially during this period of, of so much confusion in our country due to illness and due to politics, people just want to be heard sometimes. And sometimes the Holy Spirit can get within us and inspire us to sit and listen. Sometimes you offer a suggestion or two, but sit and listen for their anxiety, for their illnesses, for their hopes, for their fears. And you might think you're doing that because you're a nice person. Okay, that's only the tip of the iceberg. But the Holy Spirit is inside that nice person. And when we do things that are charitable, and that's very charitable, and we do things that are patient and just, and, and we do things that are right, we're doing it because we have the Holy Spirit within us, and the Holy Spirit is encouraging us to act that way. The gift of the Holy Spirit in our lives is so important. And the one way we can all connect more intimately with the Holy Spirit is through prayer. You come in here, pray. You pray in your homes. No matter where we are, we can pray. Constantly nourishing ourselves, filling ourselves with the power of God. And Paul makes it very clear that this, this is a gift that comes to us, and because it is freely given to us by God, it almost gets us to think like God. And a person who doesn't have the Holy Spirit can't think like God. And he thinks we're a little wacko because they're educated in human wisdom. We're educated in spiritual wisdom and our human wisdom. Appreciate that. Appreciate how powerful we are, how connected to God we are. And all we have to do is stop and pray and ask the Spirit to be with us, offer our intentions, and go about our business. And that's evangelization. It's exactly what Jesus did at Capernaum, bringing God's Holy Spirit into the world. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. 
Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.